Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is Hamza Foy with Ihya 502 Podcast. In this episode of Ihya 502, I'm going to keep it to a brief Islamic reminder in response to a small occurrence that took place in our community within the past week. Um, won't mention uh, the details or the masjid or the people involved. No names will be mentioned, but one that I think garners a decent reminder for our Muslim brothers and sisters in the community of Louisville. What had happened um, in general, I'll be brief, is one of the masjids here in Louisville um, had one of the congregation members sharing uh, something over WhatsApp that was very clearly um, fabricated um, pertaining to the religion. Um, for those who are younger, you probably know that WhatsApp will flag what are called like chain emails or spam messages. Essentially, you know, a message that is posted on WhatsApp that's shared into many groups to many people. It's typically flagged as um, forwarded message, essentially spam. We're, I mean, I've seen it, seen it a lot on WhatsApp. If you share this three times, you know, this good message, you'll enter Jannah. Just ticky tack, obviously, clearly made up content like this. I personally have seen it year after year. Um, this one uh, had something to do with the upcoming uh, month in the Islamic calendar. You know, if you if you announce it, you'll get X reward. I've seen these kind of messages each year. Personally, I, I, there's no reaction that comes from me. However, in principle, I can understand why a number of people express their frustration and dislike with the behavior. And I do agree, in principle, that we definitely, as Muslims, need to be careful not to share information, especially information about our deen that is fabricated, made up, that is kind of twisted in its meaning. And a hadith actually came to mind, and this is found in uh, Sahih Bukhari, in the Kitab al-Ilm, the Book of Knowledge, and there's few hadiths that have the same meaning, slightly different wording. And so one of those hadiths is narrated by Enes, and it goes, and I'll give the English translation, the fact which stops me from narrating a great number of hadiths to you is that the Prophet وسلم, said, whoever tells a lie against me intentionally, then surely let him occupy his seat in the hellfire. Once again, there's a number, um, a, a small number of hadiths that have that general meaning. And I think as Muslims, especially in our digital age, we need to be a lot more careful, a lot more cautious about the information that we're exposed to. Now, that could be YouTube video A, or WhatsApp message B, or Facebook post C, something on Instagram. Maybe it's a picture that supposedly gives a hadith. We need to be, and this goes for myself as well, all Islamic reminders should go for the speaker first and foremost. We need to be a lot more careful about that verifying 
that's the word, verifying the information that we're exposed to. We shouldn't be, in English, we kind of have a, a modern idiom. We shouldn't have trigger fingers. In other words, you know, we see something nice, we shouldn't just, oh, immediately, oh my God, I must share this. For whatever reason, I know for some people it, it comes down to ego. Oh, if I share this, oh, the people will think nice of me. They'll think I'm great, mashallah. For some people, it could simply be, let's let's see, I've seen this kind of fake message. If you share this 10 times, you will get Jannah. Oh my God, I want Jannah. Let me share it 10 times. In Islam, we have a number of sources. The, the primary sources, I think, inshallah, most people know is the Quran and the Sunnah. Now, there are secondary, tertiary sources. Um, I won't get into a more in-depth discussion on the usul al-fiqh. For example, um, scholarly consensus, ijma, uh, qiyas, analogy, and then the more specific tertiary sources that you find in the madhahib. But, okay, you've got Qur'an and Sunnah. Those are your primary sources. Okay, when you go on the internet, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube video, WhatsApp, Okay, if somebody's going to give you a hadith, start asking for two things. Give me the reference. Is it in Sahih Bukhari? Is it in Sahih Muslim? Is it in Sunan Tirmidhi? Sunan Dawood? Where is it? Second, give me the grading. And I think a number of Muslims, especially new Muslims, and I bring this up because I, I teach a number of the new con, uh, the new reverts here in Louisville, and this is a topic that I've gotten into in, in more detail. Alhamdulillah, when you recognize the burden and responsibility in teaching, inshallah, you know, it elevates you to step up your own knowledge base, build your own knowledge base, get in touch with uh, established scholars, classically trained scholars, scholars who have ijazah. Shout out to Mufti Asif. I've blown up his WhatsApp with questions. But especially dealing with the new Muslims, we need to become familiar with the way hadiths are structured. We need to be able to differentiate between a sahih hadith, not even sahih, mutawatir, sahih hadith, a hasan hadith, al-da'if hadith. We need to be able to differentiate that. If you can't get that information Especially, you know, especially, I mean, when, when you're watching like YouTube videos or, or you know, you have so-and-so added on Facebook and, and they're not providing that, take what they say at least with a grain of salt. In English, we have that idiom, take it with a grain of salt. In other words, don't take it as if it's true. Doubt it until maybe something comes along later that will verify what you had heard. I think it's very important that we also slow down our use, especially of WhatsApp. I mean, saying earlier about how young people probably are familiar, but WhatsApp will flag forwarded messages. Typically, these are spam messages. They're, they're messages that are either untrue or it's just like it's useless, but so many people have shared it. And we should abstain from that kind of behavior. You don't need to click share on every video, on every post. Yeah, I need, And it's very funny because one of the qualities of our Prophet وسلم, is that he spoke little. He only spoke when it was relevant to the discussion. And he only spoke 
pertaining to that topic. He, he didn't go, and this is advice for myself first and foremost, he didn't go into tangents. He didn't break off into a different topic randomly. It says, it says that about his speech, but we have to understand that nowadays with, with our digital literacy, this kind of behavior has to apply to what we type, what we record. This also has to apply, this, this principle. Going back to the, the situation in hand, obviously it was, it was a spam message. So I know that he, the, the person who put that out there, didn't type it. It's a spam message. Most likely 10 people messaged him on WhatsApp, oh, share this and get this reward, completely made up. And then, so he, he was like, oh, I should share it too. I want to be clear, leaving all the people involved unnamed. If you're aware of the situation I'm referring to, you already know. If you don't know the situation I'm referring to, you don't need to know. Just understand that we should be cautious about what we say, what we share, what information we're putting out there. And I want to go back to that wording, the way Ennis narrated it. The fact which stops me from narrating a great number of hadiths to you is that the Prophet ﷺ said, whoever tells a lie against me intentionally, let him occupy his seat in the hellfire. Okay, swap that out. We're not Ennis, obviously, but swap that out. The fact which stops me from sharing this great number of messages on WhatsApp is that the Prophet ﷺ said, the fact which stops me from... I'll use me as an example. Recording a great number of podcasts talking about hadith to you as the Prophet said. We need to put ourselves in, in those shoes and be a lot more cautious, a lot more careful about what we say. Obviously, um, let's be careful about speaking about the Qur'an. Obviously, we shouldn't be relating verses that are incorrect, but we shouldn't be talking about the Prophet وسلم, or innovating within our deen and sharing that out there. We need to we need to kind of take a step back, slow down. We need to realize that video does not have to be shared. That message does not have to be shared. Let's do a better job of slowing ourselves down, especially with what we put out there um, on the internet, on WhatsApp, or even in person. You may be walking into the masjid, Okay, whatever you're saying, be thoughtful about what you say. Especially be careful about what you attribute to the deen of Islam. I think I'll go ahead and close the Islamic reminder with that. Try to keep this uh, nice and short and compact. Inshallah, we'll be um, picking up the next episode. Next week will actually be pertaining to cybersecurity. My wife, Mishkat Suleiman, uh, she works in that realm of cybersecurity. So we're going to have a really good informational episode about how to keep your data, your information safe, your credit card, your password information safe. And I think that's going to be an awesome episode, one that's really useful, but that we don't have a lot of exposure to here in our Muslim community. And that will end the episodes for the month of February. Once again, Jazakallah Khairan, thank you for tuning in, listening. Feel free to invite one of your friends to tune in. Feel free to invite one of your non-Muslim colleagues to tune in. This podcast, once again, is for the Louisville Muslim community at the end of the day. I may have a number of community announcements linked 
in the description of the podcast episode, whether you tune into Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Assalamu alaikum.